All right, Jack fans, and welcome to what might be the longest podcast of Pardon Me Alex's history, just because we got lazy and also, to be honest, just not really willing to do a podcast after the last loss when we played Corpus Christi. We just weren't feeling it, man. We weren't, and so we put it off and put it off and put it off, (laughs) and then we just decided just to couple... um, Last game with Corpus Christi and with last night's game with UIW. And good thing that we won last night's game. So now this podcast will be like half depressing in the first segment and more pumped up in the second segment. So just stick around, guys. We will get more excited. Don't worry. But first, let's talk a little bit about the first game versus Anim Corpus Christi on the 20th. Um, First off... Sad, sad that we lost. We yes. Lost because it was also Shannon's birthday. It was Shannon's birthday. So happy belated birthday, Shannon. And I hate that we got a L on your birthday. I know. It would have been, been so much better yeah, if we would have won that for you or, you know, but I know. It's rough. It's rough. It, it happens. Um, another bright spot is we saw that Jiggy was back playing the game um, after his surgery on his finger. I forget which finger it was, but. Um, it was like his pinky. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so he he's back or was back that night, but he only played for I don't even know. It was a few, it was just a few minutes. He wasn't in for very long. Um, it may have just been a game where they were just testing to see how the pinky would do in game situation. So um, yeah, he only played one minute. Well, I played one minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it might have been just like I said, like a testing. You know, see how we do, see how he does, how the pinky does, and so. Who knows? But anyway, Jiggy making his way slowly back into the lineup, hopefully um, coming off the bench and or just contributing in some way would be great before we get to the conference tournament in Katy. Um, yeah, not, not to jump too far ahead, but like Alex said, that I think they may have just been testing it out because he didn't yeah. get to play yesterday. So Right, 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 um, right. Fingers crossed that, that Jiggy will get to come back soon. Yeah, because we, 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 we do miss you and we really could use you, especially <laughs> for these last few games. To come off the bench swinging, um, just like Rance did last time. But I'm not going to jump ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to jump ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, there. get there. So, anyway, um, this is our first or was the first and only game versus AM Corpus Christi this season. Uh, prior to that game on the 20th, we were currently sixth overall at six and six. And they are seventh overall at five and seven, or were seventh overall at five and seven. Um, some big, I guess, noteworthy preseason games for them. Uh, first off, they played all three teams, good, notable teams, but all three teams, they took L's too. There was Tennessee, lost 79-51. Eh, not too bad, but could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, Texas State, they lost 61-55. Good old, good old Coach Casper mustache man. Pretty and then, game. yeah, pretty close claim. Not too bad there. And then Texas Tech, they took an L there, uh, 73-68. So that's pretty dang close too. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, last year we won there, eighty-seven to sixty-eight. So we have obviously played them in the past, but typically we only play them maybe once or twice um, in the whole entire year, including Southland Conference Katie game. Um, we don't play them very often, which may be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so let's let's talk about game overview. So we lost 65-55. Ten um, points, poop. That loss put us in a three-way tie for sixth place. Yeah, that's um, kind of depressing. So we really needed that win. Um, we just looked terrible. I it mean, was just not a well-played game. I literally had as much drive to do the podcast as I felt like they had during the game. Which was zero. It, I just felt like it just wasn't there. And they you could just it. tell. For some reason, there was just zero, like, oomph. In the game. I mean, we started off, like, what they started off with a, um... So, we, okay, we were down by 17. Yeah, they... they 17-0 run at the yes, end of the game. Yes, so Well past five minutes. I think we were maybe six or seven minutes in the game before we even scored. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy. I never had I seen that before in an SFA that. game, especially at the beginning of the game. Like, what? What? Yeah, it just, we had no real spark. We had no real energy. Um, we did come back, which was great, um, towards the end of the first half, and we were going into the locker room um, only, what, behind just a little bit. 
a couple points, three points or something, right? Um, we were we were behind. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were only down by three going into the half. So we did come back a little bit, which was wonderful. But when we came back into the second half, we were with it for a little bit, and then we just started just really just kind of sloughing off. I don't really know what happened between halftime and yeah. five or so minutes into the game. After that, we just really started just. I don't even know. Just couldn't get back into it. Well, we couldn't I, even couldn't do nothing. To quickly skim over the yeah. egregious stats. Egregious. To paint a little bit of victory. Our, our overall field goal percentage is thirty three percent. I mean that's just yikes. Not acceptable. Um, our three point was twenty two percent. Our free throws were decent, sixty four percent. I can live with that. But um, I mean, obviously, we didn't have enough for that to to help. Um, we only had four free. Wait, no, sorry, that's them. Um, well, we had sixteen of twenty-five. So I mean, geez, if it wouldn't have been for the free throws, would have looked much, much worse. Right. We just couldn't make any shots. Um, Nothing. We were out rebounded forty-one to thirty-two, so we weren't really getting rebounds either. Right. Um, and that just having that seventeen over run killed us. I mean, we just can't. And this is not the first time we've seen this happen this season because there was another game pretty recently that it was it was well into the five minute range before we even had a field goal and D one basketball team you just cannot go five minutes with no field goal especially at the start of the game um, I mean it's not good to have that much of a lull at any point of the game but especially at the start it, yeah. it just takes forever to get moving after that and. Just kind of takes the wind out of everyone's sails. Um, so we, we can't start off that that badly. That, that just killed us. We couldn't come back. We couldn't. Um, we couldn't. They could absolutely shoot the three, and we would not guard it. Um, couldn't guard that shot to save our lives. I note that number 11, Kareem South, he was on freaking fire. He had 29 points and 12 rebounds. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he did, didn't he? Five of 10 from three-point line. He was mm-hmm. just killing us. Um yeah, there was just there was no real urgency, and again, we've used that term multiple times this season. It's just it was just a it was just a lackluster performance to say the least. There really wasn't much much enthusiasm to win that game. I mean, you could just tell on the players' faces even before even before we were behind so badly, um, and we were able to, again. And it's the crazy part is is that as bad as we played, that was still a winnable game. Totally. If you look at the stats and you look at, I mean, it, we were only down by 10 points at the end of the game. Like, we only lost by 10 points. That game was easily winnable if we would have just maybe put a little bit more effort into rebounds, into, oh yeah, into uh, you know, maybe some layups or just, you know, driving the board. I mean, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. It was just, it was, just, it was a rough game to watch, a rough game to sit through, you know. <laughs> It was painful. It was painful. It was. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. There's nothing no. you can do. Um, so, moving past that, we're not going to dwell too much too much longer on that first game for the podcast here against Corpus Christi mm-hmm. because it was in the past. It's already happened. Um, we have a much more exciting game to talk about in a little bit. So, we'll get there. And so, uh, but to kind of uh, move forward onto the next part of our po- podcast, the normal two segment podcast is going to be smooshed into one. And we're going to go ahead and just talk about coaches' show and um, everything else. Yeah. So I have, I have a few notes on the, on the coaches' show from this week. Um, I listened so let's hear to it. the app, like I tell y'all usually. So if you haven't done that, do that. It's super easy to download and listen that way. Um, so coach Keller just kind of talked about, oh, they're still, still trying a few different routines, um, you know, on just game day and the day before the game and prep and all that, um, kind of discussed a little bit that, that we're much lower on, on our assist for this year. Cause we, we don't really have a point guard, um, which does make sense. And that makes it very difficult. Um, he did. And obviously, um, Wednesday night's game wasn't that great, but right. not to jump ahead Friday night game he did really well but coach Keller I mean Saturday coach Keller did talk a little bit about Mitch and um that right now he's actually the third um highest rebounder in the league wow um 
and really hasn't even gotten that much playing time. So that's that's super. Impressive. That's amazing. That's amazing, Mitch. What do you know, Mitchell Sorelli? Super awesome. And Just I'll, kidding. I'll have to look and compare his rebounds. Like kind of the ratio of his rebounds to playing time, as opposed to the number one and number two guys. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I bet um, for playing time, he's in first. I'm sure. Um, Absolutely, Com- playing time. Yeah, it, uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, so that was pretty cool. And he he said that Mitch had um, scored the most points in practice that day that he ever had, um, which now is not surprising because Saturday night he did really well, which we'll get to. But mm-hmm. um, so they had two other guests on the. On the radio show Monday night, they had Nicole Dixon, a state softball coach. Right. Um, they had a game that was supposed to be two, uh, Tuesday night, I think, and it was going to be very rainy and cold, so they moved it to Wednesday. Girl. Um, so they kind of discussed that. I hope they had some better turnout. But that um, them those softball girls are yeah kicking some major booty. So she was she was talking about some of their upcoming games and um, people they're playing against some places they're trying to play to sort of get um, – used to some of the places that could potentially be first round um, games for the tournament. They make it that far so that they'll be familiar with the different places they might get into playing. So um, very cool. interesting. They're good. doing some really good stuff. Uh, then they also had um, assistant coach Wade Mason as a guest. Um, it was really cool to get hear him get to talk um, for any of you who don't kind of know his background. Um, Wade played for Keller at TJC. Uh, then he finished playing at Tulane. Um, he's done several different things. He coached at Oklahoma. Um, he coached Buddy Heal. Uh, he talked a little bit about his background and um, his cousin. And now I'm going to blank on his name, Michael something. Help. Uh, um, but his cousin um, is an assistant coach. He's coached on several different NBA teams. Um, and he would frequently spend a lot of time with him during the summer when I was in high school growing up. Um, so that, that was just kind of interesting, him getting to relay that. Of course, he was born and raised in New Orleans, um, but then I, I think at that time his cousin lived in Dallas. Um, but he would get to spend the summers with him and you know be around a lot of NBA players and whatnot, but um, it was pretty funny because he was just sharing that it was <laughs> – he actually didn't – I mean, he liked staying with his cousin during the summer, but um, wasn't maybe as acclimated to the stringent routines that his cousin would um, keep for himself, like eating and uh, would be all over him if he ate crappy food or fast food or whatever, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he kept a very stringent diet and whatnot on himself. Um, anyway, so that was interesting. Um and then he just kind of spoke some about um, our troubles this season and, you know, just the adversity we've been facing and how difficult it's been and that, um, you know, a lot of fans won't realize that some of the players this year who are getting considerable, considerable amounts of playing time, um, I mean, it's, it's just so much more than they were used to getting last year that they're not only getting physically fatigued, but they're also just getting mentally fatigued um, that, you know, mentally they're not, they're not used to logging that many minutes in the game and then still having to push through. And when you get that physically tired, it's easy to get mentally fatigued as well. So, um, it's just hard. And that's, that's some of the, some of the reasons that, you know, it's been more difficult for us this year and we're not where we would normally be, um, and whatnot. So that's just the way it is. And that's what's, that's what's happening. So that's, um, that's the notes that I have for the coaches show for this week. Of course, next week it'll be same thing Monday night at CC's from seven to eight. So if you're around and you can go fab, if not, you can download the, the app um, and listen to it like I do. Uh, exactly. So um, cool. well, I'm, I'm glad you get to, you, I'm glad you get yeah. to listen and have the opportunity because I don't, I can't listen to it. I'm in class. So I'm glad yeah. you can so that I can, you know, vicariously join in yeah, absolutely yeah awesome 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 also um last week on wednesday was a new ask the jacks and it was asking who on the team has the worst jokes and so majority of the people the players that were on the screen they all were saying either nate or juju which yeah, is yovan i think one or two people said yovan and everyone else said nate um, yeah 
And then Nate admitted himself that it was him. So that was funny. We want to hear the corny jokes. So maybe Nate needs to be giving us captions on our what do you mean? Yeah, Nate. Which rolls right into our next. Which is what do you mean? Uh, We didn't do our little thing. Like our next segment is what What do do you mean? There we go. (laughs) So um, the picture is a lovely snap of Sammy drinking red Gatorade in a huddle with O, Jock, Yovan in the background. Um, So we have the usual suspects commenting on this week's uh, on that, on that week, on that game day's picture. So first we have G dub Greg Williams, his caption. He has two actually his first caption says, okay guys, bring it in. I just got word. It's apparently going to rain in Nacogdoches from now on, which is not false, which is pretty funny. Cause it's literally <laughs> rained like every almost single day, except for like today and the other day. Um, next caption says, whatever y'all do, do not, I repeat, do not drink the red Powerade. I do not, which is pretty good. Um, you want to read K-Dubs? Sure. Okay. K-Dub has a question, um, for Yovan saying, oh man, Sammy took the last cheery one. Sad face. Um, and then she has Jock, O, and Yovan saying, I'm so sick of all of these group hugs. (laughs) That's good. I like that one. Uh, then we had Ryan Horn said uh, his quote is, uh, bro, where your hand going? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best one. Honestly. Honestly. And then Longhorn Dave, uh, his catch would be for Jock because, of course, he was not dressing out um, in this picture. Right. Um, and so he says, maybe no one will notice I'm not in uniform in uniform and wearing a kick-ass belt buckle because he was wearing <laughs> a big belt buckle. He was. That's true. Um, Oh, man. Okay. Also, we have a listener question from one of our loyal listeners, uh, Greg Williams, G-Dub. And I just not realized what the question was, and I'm trying to to wrap my head around it. I'll read it so you can kind of think, because I've already thought about it a little bit. Okay, good. Um, So I don't actually know what number episode this is, but basically he's saying as on our whatever episode of Pardon Me, Alex, um, Knowing how we've both talked about how much we all love Rob Myers, the voice of us good basketball, um, please share what other basketball or just sports in general commentators that each of us like and have that influenced your particular style. Oh um, my God. I, so I don't I don't know that any of mine have really influenced my style, maybe a little bit, but um I'll I'll kind of share who, who my favorites are. Um so Definitely. Come here, Gabbers. I kind of have different reasons for all of them, I guess. But um, nostalgic reasoning, hands down, Dick Vitale is like my favorite. Oh, yeah. Dickie V? I cannot even associate watching college basketball without him. Without thinking about it. There's no way. Um, And his voice is so iconic that if you don't. Like, if you don't immediately know who that is when you're speaking, you obviously have have never watched watched college college basketball a day in your life. Um, but you either love him or hate him. I mean, he's a very taste. My grandmother can't stand listening to Dick Mattel. She said that his voice gets on her nerves. I she mean, it it's an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. It's an, it's an acquired like taste. That's um, a solid answer. So he's one of my favorites. Um, I do love Charles Barkley. I just, he is so funny. And I swear my dad and I cannot watch him and listen to him say anything without cracking up. Because he's just so quick with his little quick-witted right. comebacks and says everything with such a straight face, no matter how funny it is. I mean, he cracks me up. Um, so those are two, those are two of my top ones. Um, if you have any more, keep going. Cause I'm still I, trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, I really like Jay Billis a lot. I guess he's more of a analyst than a commentator, but he does commentate um, some Duke games and I, I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think he's very knowledgeable and just gives a lot of good background and is is easy to listen to. Um, those are really my top few. I like Jay Williams a lot as well. He also played for Duke. Um, yeah. Uh, I like Jalen Rose quite a bit as well. Um, so those are probably my top few favorites. Solid answers. Solid answers. Yeah. I agree, though. Um, I'm going to – Kind of not piggyback 100% off what Jacqueline said, but for basketball specifically, Dickie V is is iconic. Um, and I guess for me is like in, the way I kind of envision this podcast, pardon me, Alex, is 
is, you know, Jacqueline is all like, she's the stats, she's the brains, she's the know-how because she's played basketball. She's been around basketball her entire life. She grew up with basketball. And so she knows the stats. She knows the play. She knows what people should and should not be doing. And I'm more of the color commentary, uh, crack jokes, logic, uh, goofy side of it. So in that res- in that respect, like when Dickie V says his, you know, certain um, one-liners and things like that, I mean, how could you not just like want to emulate that 100%? Um, but like most of you know, my first love is, is football. So there's a few football sports commentators that I've loved listening to over the years. Um, first off, I mean, I, I can't say enough about this one person because I just absolutely like whenever I think of football, I think of him and it's hard to watch sometimes football um, without him because he doesn't do it anymore. So one of the guys who used to do it a long time ago um, super funny guy, super funny dude. Um, <laughs> right now, obviously there, I hate Joe Bucks with like the passion. He does friggin' football and he does also, he does friggin' baseball and I hate Joe Buck. He's the worst. He is the absolute <laughs> bane of my existence. But anyway, um, and I don't know why I'm like blanking on people's names right now, but I am, um, it's driving me crazy. Anyway, so I also love. I'm no help. Sorry. I know you're no help because I'm, it's blanking, and I love this guy. Like I used to listen. Like I could not um, equate watching football on Sunday without him. But I just cannot think of his freaking name at the moment, and it's pissing me off. Um, anyway, so I'll think of it in a second. Just give me a second. <sighs> it's driving me crazy. Um, I do love Erin Andrews. I think she is such a staple for female, specifically in the sports commentator, sports anchor role. I think she holds herself very um, at a high esteem and a high standard and high regard. And whenever, and I believe that she knows what she's talking about. Anytime she's doing anything sports related. Um, I like Marty Smith. He's totally random and he's a Southern boy and I love him so much. He does a lot of college football, and he also does some NASCAR stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, I'll, I'll think of his his freaking name in a second. It's gonna it's gonna honestly drive me crazy until I figure it out. But anyway, yeah, I'm not much help on the football ones. I will say one football commentator I do. Um, like and think is or I used to have a pretty big crush on him. It's Kirk Herbstreet. And Kirk Herbstreet. And whenever my is brother a dime. When my brother was at AM, we went I think when they played Nebraska and he was um they I think they were doing college game day or something and he was there and my brother's in the core and so they you know do their marching thing on the field before the game. And so we were down there on the field and he was literally like 15 feet away from me. And I wanted so bad to go up and ask for a picture, but I, yeah. was, um, I was with one of my best friends, Amy, and she hadn't put on her makeup yet at this point. And so she refused to go over with me and ask because she didn't have on her makeup. Um, so funny side story there, but so I missed out on a picture of Kirk Street, but Kirk is beautiful. Anyway, have you found who your, who your guy was? And it's going to piss me off because I know like, his voice is in my head. It's not John Madden, even though I love John Madden. It's not him, um, but he was in the early. It's not Al Michaels either. Who the heck was it? Anyway, but I don't know. You'll remember the Screw it. I'll, I'll. Yeah. Whatever. So, I can't think of it right now. Well, that'll wrap up our first segment. Alex yes. will remember her. her It'll come available whenever, eventually. You know, as soon as we're not talking about it, we're talking about something else. So, yeah, um, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Probably have to divide up last night's game into two segments. So stick around. 
a few podcasts yeah. ago, we said every once in a while it would just be nice to have a blowout. Yeah. So what happened today, Alex? Blowout! We finally got the blowout! Axe and Jacks. All right, Jack fans, we are back and we are talking about a better topic. Much better game. We won yesterday, last night. So the, the short little clip at the beginning of this is uh, what we recorded right after the game in the car to express our yeah excitement. Because we knew we weren't going to do it last night because we wanted to go home, relax, and like go out in the town last night which we did by the way um so i was like hey let's just record like a quick like 20 second clip of our current status and how we felt and that's what came out so that that the song was on i mean we were just in the mood it was just so it was funny we were very pleased to finally get our blowout oh my god finally oh my lord oh yesterday was such an easy game to sit through man it was like whereas wednesday nights was like a freaking torture chamber last night was a pleasure cruise i mean night and day night and freaking day like whatever whatever happened between wednesday night and last night to the team i where the has that been all season where the hell have you been yeah, we've, we've been waiting on that. And Alex is right. It was it was finally a, a joy to sit through the game. I wasn't. I wasn't stressed. Losing my mind. Or I wasn't. I don't even think I cursed the whole game. That's, that's no. Crazy. Probably the only time um, I cursed was when I had to walk up and down the stairs because my knee hurt. But that's besides the point. Really didn't make many notes because it was all good stuff. Right. Um, we actually wrote wrote some notes and, and we wrote them things. and it was all pleasant stuff except for maybe a couple things. But other than that, it was all like, oh my god. Hello. Hello. Okay. So going into the game, um, background a little bit. Obviously, we were still in a six-way tie. Or sorry, I keep saying six-way tie. It's not a six-way tie, Alex. Get it together. Three-way tie for sixth in conference. Um, with the win, though, now we have sole possession currently right now of sixth place. Um, earlier in the season, we took the dub in incarnate word in san antonio so we had we did beat them before this season so going into this game i was like okay we've already won once i think we can do it again we're home there should be no no issues here and of course we were right but like i said oh boy wednesday was crazy and then we get to this and it was just like blessing blessings finally and finally it, it finally seemed like we kind of had our mojo back had our um, shit together the energy was nice um you could just tell the guys were enjoying playing which i mean when you're when you're winning it's much easier to enjoy it yeah exactly <laughs> when you're taking an L, but um very notably so our boy <laughs> our boy two people first off first off i i can't say enough about rants getting to play I mean, he he was the spark off the bench that we have been desperately needing. needing and looking for all season. And it's like, I knew he could ball. Like, I knew it. Because one time, literally, they put him in for not even yes. a minute, and he drained immediately. a three immediately. Yeah. Immediately. And I'm sitting there like, why isn't Rance going in more often? Like, why, 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 why? Put this kid in. So last night, I don't know if they finally saw my tweet or just, you know, I don't know. But I was like, oh, my God, he's going in. And here we go. And he just started draining them. And he was balling. He was. And I, I just want to say my, my dad was um, out of town this weekend. And so he was keeping up with the game um, from out of town and text me, Cole needs to start exclamation point, exclamation point. Um so we're pulling for you at Rance. I mean, you did great. So needless to say, uh, Rance got the Pilgrim's Pride player of the game um, with 14 points and three steals. He was 2-4 from the three-point line. Killing it. Um, Killing I mean, it. You were just doing great. You were playing great D. Killing it. Um, you had great energy. You were you were shooting well from the field and from the three-point right. line. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was going to um, say I mean, that. He was doing it all. I mean, he was. He was, he was spreading it all over the court, too, like – he had his sweet spot behind the three, behind the arc, but then he was also had some good, you know, pull up J's. And I was just like, okay, look at this boy go. Look at him go. Um, 
It is also, I do want to note that I saw on Charlie's notes that both, I call them bogus, but it's bogues. Shannon and Kevon are also ranked first and second respectively in the Southland in total minutes played and minutes played per game. What if, I mean, but if you think about it, you look at it, I mean, I mean, when you're playing 40, when you're playing, exactly. When you're playing, (laughs) when you're both playing plus 30 minutes, almost 40 minutes, an entire for the entire season, every single game. I mean, come on, of course you're going to be first and second. I mean, that's just crazy. But I figured I would throw in that little, little small, little nugget of information. Yesterday because of um, rants and also we'll, we'll get to Mitch, but Mitch's performances, they actually got a little, little bit of downtime. So normally, you know, they play, 38, 40 minutes game. And yeah, right. Yesterday, he got a six minute rest. Wow. And um, Shannon got 10 minutes. So that's um, awesome. It's more along the lines of the time they should be playing. Correct. Not that they don't deserve to be in the whole game, but um, just for anybody. That's right. A lot. Agreed. It's very physically and mentally fatiguing. Like, like I kind of um, referenced what, what Wade had said in the, on the right. show. Um, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot for anybody. You're not going to be in your peak performance mode all 40 minutes. Even if you're, you are, you are trained and you're conditioned anyway to play the full four. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, that is, if that is physically taxing to play almost every second of an entire game, that's physically taxing. Um, Anyway, but also our, our other little, it's I almost like he's like our little child, like little nougat, mm. our little boy. We can like pick him up and put him in our pocket. He's so cute. Um, <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Edward. Play. Edward had some minutes. He almost sunk a three. He three. almost sunk a three. It kind of um, was an air ball, uh, but he sunk it. it I would have died if he would have sunk it. Well, it wasn't. I mean, I guess it was an air ball, but I think it actually went over the rim. I think he gave it a little too much. Yes. He was just nervous. But it looked really great, like the the release. and the- It looked good. I I thought that hoe was going yeah. in. I really did. And it then it good. went over the net or over the rim. And I was just like, no, the entire. And when I say the entire Coliseum, the entire Coliseum was rooting on this kid to get the ball back before time, before time was up. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. Like, just give it to Edward. Give it to Edward. It was just this poor guy. And I kid you not, Jacqueline, I don't know if you've looked yet, but I got some stellar, stellar snaps of those last, like, 10 seconds of the game um, of the guys on the bench just, like, egging it on, like, and just cracking up because there's, like, yeah, Edward, get the ball. Woo. It was just – it was hilarious. Yeah, and just a quick word to that about what Alex is saying. It, it's just obvious that um, – you know, all the guys really do like Edward. And they do. Just such a positive, um, like, energy on the team. Yeah. Oh, Even yes. He, you know, doesn't – does rarely get to play. Absolutely. Um, they were they were cheering him on for they, sure. They're all very much in his corner. And, oh, know, 100%. Well. Oh, 100%. So, um, 100%. So, Edward, I know they're glad to have you around. And we're glad that we got to see you play for a few minutes. Absolutely. Maybe next time you'll get that three. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. He, if, I believe it, too. I believe it. Okay. So moving on on the stats, I'll jump in real quick and say um, I just want to mention this first since we've already talked about Ransom. But um, yesterday we got 30 bench points, and that is totally thanks to Rance and Mitch. Um, as yeah. I said, yeah. Rance had a stellar game, 14 points. Um, Mitch also had a really great game uh, 12 points, six rebounds, one block, two steals, and an assist. Um, so Mitch got something on every single. Every single stat line. That's amazing, Mitchell. Um, and Mitch, you played a great game. I mean, you were pulling down those rebounds. 26 were, minutes. Boy. Awesome. Yeah, 26 minutes that Rance and Mitch both played. Um, but Mitch, you had you had a tough game on Wednesday night. And mm-hmm. there, there were several times. You really bounced back tonight you, you or last night. some passes. And my dad was like, what is wrong with Mitch? He has no hands. What is happening? Um, and last night, I mean, you, you came back with a vengeance and you really, you really made up for yourself. You you came back, you didn't let it keep you down, made up for it. You, you scored several times. You had some retribution there, kiddo. Yeah. You were pulling down the rebounds. You're playing good D. I mean, look at our stat line though. I know you had one dunk. I can't remember if you had two. They were, we wrote it down. You wrote it down on our paper. There was one. I, People stood up, and so I, I know that you scored, and I couldn't see if it was a dunk, but the way that people cheered, I assumed that it was I a mean, dunk. Mitch had a dunk. Bits had a dunk. Had a dunk. Aaron, or not Aaron. Oh, fuck me. Sorry. John 
John had it almost done. He had a breakaway, yeah. but he's just he just couldn't get it all the way up there. But he just kind of he just kind of over the rims a little bit. I mean, good stuff, good stuff. I mean, if you look at our stat line, I mean, just in, I mean, our our free throws seventy three percent. Yeah, seventy three point seven percent. That was that was good. Um, way better. So if you'll remember the game before our focal percentage was thirty three percent. Yeah. Um, yesterday we were a point eight, mm-hmm. much better. Um, much better. Wednesday night our free th- our three point percentage was twenty two. Last night it was thirty seven point five. Mm-hmm. Um, very very good. Uh, the free throw percentage is great. Speaking of three for um, three free throw percentages, um, little nugget of information uh, that I found as well having to do with Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word currently leads all of NCAA Division I men's basketball with a collective free throw percentage of 80.8. All of NCAA. All of NCAA Division I. And just to remind y'all, too, back several games. What the heck? Nichols State has the number one free throw shooter in the country. And, and... So that's pretty wild. Yeah. Coming and Incarnate's word from the, from the re- little, yeah. old Southland Conference that yeah. the number one free throw shooter and the number one free throw shooting team. Correct. I mean, their free throw percentage well. last night was 70.6. I Yikes. mean, that wasn't as good as normal. No, that's not as for average. Which is still really good. But it's still good. You know what I mean? And they had 22 points in the paint as well and 26 bench points as well. So, I mean, <sighs> For some reason, I mean, but according to those stats, like it seems like almost they were like, you know, oh wow, they're doing well, but their three point and their field goal percentage was horrible. So that's why they couldn't really keep up with us at all. So yesterday we had thirty six points in the paint. Awesome. We did. We had twenty four points off off of turnovers. Awesome too. Um, only stat line I would say that I feel like could I'm not saying it's bad, but it could have been better. It's probably the only like point for improvement on the game is. Um, and I, I'm just only saying this in reference to the outcome of the game. We had 32 rebounds, and they had 30. We only out-rebounded them by two. And, mm. I mean, looking at the final score of almost winning by 30, like, really, we only had two more rebounds than them? Yeah. I mean, That's I, feel like, crazy. I feel like we should have had a little more. But um, yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. 32, no, absolutely. And we freaking won, so we're not going to dwell I on just, that. I feel like, comparatively, it could have been a little better than that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's where we were. Uh, so, like we said, major mm-hmm. games to Ransom Mitch, but um, killed it. Couldn't couldn't leave out Kevon and Shannon. Absolutely not. They I mean, awesome. There are uh, anchors. I mean, for the team, Kevon twenty points, two steals, an assist, and three rebounds. So almost every stat line. Um, Shannon had eighteen points, three rebounds, and six assists. Um, you know, it's a good night when you know it's a good night when. The for the person who gets player of the game for some is not Kevon Shannon or 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 Devonte. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I'm not saying that you know like oh like oh they didn't get player of the game like it's a good night because clearly someone else is freaking stepping up. Yes. We have someone else stepping up and creating plays and creating points on the board. For yeah. once, it's not freaking all on Kevon Shannon yeah. or Fitz. And I. We desperately needed that at this point of the season, so I think that's yes, because our last really few games of the season here, rounding up February and going into the early part of March, I mean, we got we got some tough we, ones coming up. We so. we da- we do have some we very tough help. ones. We have Sam Houston. We have Lamar. Um, we cannot afford to falter anymore. And I dropped the computer again. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row, people. Sitting on the hell. On the chase lounge, not her best position, I guess. We're just trying to chill here. Instead of well, the chase lounge is where I lounge, and so I usually fall asleep on the chase lounge, and here I am. Um, so one other thing, I think Alex saw this from Charlie's notes, but um, no duo, and speaking of Kevon and Shannon kind of having to lead the charge, Every game. Um, was this from Charlie's notes? Yes, no. it was Charlie's notes. Okay. Yes. So thank you, Charlie, for this. Um, no duo in the Southern Conference has put up more points than our Shannon and Kevon um, pairs. So yeah, it was it was really nice for Rance to have the the opportunity to have more minutes and really take advantage of that and do so well. Um, and so it's it's great to have some other people step in and uh, contribute just as many. I mean, Kevon and Shannon still had really 
great scoring games. And, but... and, and I forgot that John hit a three last night, too. Yeah, he did. John hit a three. Um, Rance had some steals, and John had a steal as well. Um, let's see, what else did we uh, – what else did we write down? Oh, there, I mean, there were a couple – we'll get to that in a second, a couple of the, you know, negatives. But, I mean – we wrote him on our little program, and I can't. I mean, I don't, I'm losing count of how many times we put rants on here. Rants, yeah. rants, rants, rants. Fitz Dunk, rants, rants. I mean, Jesus, yeah. Mary, Joseph, and heaven. Um, oh my God, I just remembered the freaking football dude. <laughs> it's Al Michaels. So, re- uh, referencing wow. back to our, our segment in the first. Wow. And he's like thing. so notable. Yeah. Okay, so Where's it was Al Michaels. Favorite? And then I forgot to mention my other basketball fave from the Rockets. Love listening to this guy. I love his outfit choices even more. Calvin Murphy. Okay, I don't know him. Played for the Rockets. He is the most stylish dude I've ever seen in my life. If you Google Calvin Murphy, and he has a different suit on every single night, and his suits are not just regular suits, Jacqueline. His suits are the most loudest, boldest, printed suits custom made i've ever seen in my life like they are insanity are you checking it out right now yeah i'm looking them up right now it's going kind of short oh I my mean, god slow. short <laughs> oh my okay here's one Do you see it's it? like sequined but i yes. dig it he has um, he has oh he has a leopard print one yes Guys, i'm gonna have i'll share some pictures of these because these are great he has the best suit collection i've ever heard this and obviously like he's super knowledgeable about horrible. the rockets in general and basketball mm. because he played and he was such a successful player um when he when he was playing professional ball but i mean this dude's suit choices are insanity insanity i don't um, know where the heck he gets it. them tailor made at or where i, I don't know but they are fantastic Fantastic. Anyway, I just remember the basketball and the football. I, I apologize. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled part. Um, so, like we said, great games all around from Mitch, from uh, Rance, from Kevon, from Shannon. And uh, what did mm, I just say? Yeah. What did I say, Sorry. Jacqueline? Well, I'm, we're <laughs> she's we're sidetracking again because a minute ago my phone wouldn't Google this, and she was she was saying Jesse Palmer just because he's. A dime One, piece. Not that, not just because, but that he is nice oh, no. to look at as a no, no, no. bonus. Just because. Um, and Absolutely not. Trying just to because. Google it wouldn't come up. Now it finally came up, and he is quite nice to look at. He is a dime piece. And can I say, can I say that even he is delicious to look at, okay, first of all. Yes, he has a great commentating uh, persona voice, but he also does stuff on Food Network, and it makes my happy heart. He hosts That's shows on Food Network. Something I'm going to have to jump in on. For sure. All of those like competition shows that I watched during the holidays, like the great Christmas bake off and Thanksgiving bake off. He freaking hosts those shows, Jacqueline. I'm not kidding. It's the best. You Um, would not think of this pro expert Jesse Palmer on these freaking food network shows, but there he is. It's beautiful. Going to have to get in on that. He is a beautiful specimen of a man, (laughs) beautiful specimen. And might I add whatever Tim Tebow is doing college football, commentating dear god almighty and i never thought i would ever say this about 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 this man ever in my life so i'm gonna eat my words a little bit from my prior years of life tony romo (laughs) i hated you on the field but damn it do i love you in the damn commentating booth you are a stud a stud the end that's all i'll say about that (laughs) all right back back to what we're talking about back back to our <laughs> Moving on to some some of the low points, there weren't a lot. I really don't even have. I don't. I don't even feel the need to dig into low points. Today. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't a lot. I mean, there bad, was just bad couple set out this one. Yeah, yeah, there really wasn't too much. I mean, like I, I mean, couple couple bad uh, blockouts or someone not blocking out. Couple back doors that we missed. I mean, but really, yeah, other there were than a few that, back doors, but but other than that, I mean, there really wasn't a lot to really kind of pick apart. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, a lot, everybody contributed pretty much, you know, everybody played, right? For the most part. Um, I mean, freaking Edward played, Rance played, O played. Yeah, everybody played. Everybody everybody that could play, yep. played. Of course, Jiggy was sitting out because right. of this little finger. But, I mean, everybody that could play, played. Which I thought yeah. was probably one of the first times this season, if not the second time that that's happened. Which is yeah. pretty good. Which is pretty good. 
Okay, so let's see how much time we have. I, I think we can finish it all up in a segment. I think we too can. I um, think we can. So, right, so just a heads up, like like I said on segment one, coach's show will be next next Monday, seven to eight. No, at, tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow was Monday. Because today is Sunday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're still mm-hmm. suffering from Listen, lag and from last night. Dueling guys. these two together, I'm like thinking seven days behind. Um, so we'll do our what do you meme for this game? Um, it was a bunch of rants, Owen Fitz doing the three sign in the air. Yes. Um, so we have so we have G-Dub saying, come on, guys, let's make a really tough pick for pardon me, Alex, slash what do you mean? What do you say? Okay. Um, hat tip to K-Dub. Uh, Good job, K-Dub. We have, we have K-Dub. Three licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Longhorn Day. Clever. Mr. Scorekeeper, make sure you count that as a three. three. Oh, which actually, speaking of last night, we were having – this was my this this was my only low point for the game. It had nothing to do with the team. We we were having some technical difficulties. Oh yeah, that couldn't be helped. Shot clock on top of the goal was not functioning correctly. Therefore, the scoreboards that are on the end of each court that normally have the full stats up for each player in the game. Yeah, they were having to use right. to put the shot so clock. The clock so one the of the shot clocks was messing up, and they came. Yeah. To, they went to go fix it, and that therein messed up the the boards. Um, so basically, what I was told was that it either had to be that current setup, or we'd get a tech at each half. Yeah, for and not having it. For not having it up there. It. Correct. So eek, we so. had to do that. So they said they were going to go fix it on tomorrow, on Monday. So let's hope that it gets fixed. But according to Peyton, apparently um, one of our followers, Peyton, he said, no, don't fix it. That's maybe good mojo since we won and the boards were like that. I said, no, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I got to see the stats. Yeah, because I will say it, it did give me a little more relaxing of an experience, though, because I wasn't wasn't focusing on the stats as much because normally I'm, I'm looking up there at that all the time. Um, so maybe a little bit different of a viewing experience. Yeah. And before I forget – I would be remiss to say if I didn't mention this. Of course, the Lady Jacks got a win yesterday. Of course. And Miss Chanel Hayes joined the Thousand Point Club. So, yes. yay, Chanel. Chanel. Congratulations. Girl, Welcome. It. Welcome to the Thousand Point Club. Killing it, girlfriend. Um, killing it. So, really, the only other um, announcement we have the next game. So, the next two games will be on the road. Um, Wednesday night will be at University of Central Arkansas in Conway at 7 p.m. Um I'll actually be at that game because I have a client that I'll be visiting in Conway. Um, Lucky. So, you know, t- uh, two birds, one stone wrapped that up nicely. Cause I have the awesomest boss ever um, who let me schedule that so that I could catch the game. Cause why not? Um, while I'm there. So I'll be doing that. Lucky. Then the next game will be Saturday. After that will be Saturday at Lamar. Um, at 4.30, I think that might be a double header there. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, so the ladies will be playing it too, the guys at 4.30 yeah. um, at Lamar. Alex may make I that may try. questionable. Yeah, okay, because this next week on Thursday, I'm leaving for Houston actually for a convention uh, for work. So I'll be gone Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I figured, I was like, well, I'll be in Houston, so I always could just like leave from Houston for my convention when it's done and drive over to Beaumont to go watch the game, but I don't know if I'm, I mean, it depends on how tired I am. Cause these conventions are all day things. And so I may just be a long weekend. It may just be a long weekend. I mean, and that's I, still an hour and a half drive. Yeah, exactly. Houston, and then so. I would have to drive from Beaumont back to knack. And it's just, that's just a lot. So yeah, I, I may just catch it on, uh, catch it on the TV for that one, unfortunately. Um, but regardless, I'll watch it. it just depends on if it's yeah. going to be in person or, or digitally. Um, so, and then after that, I mean, shoot, we're almost done with the then, season, yeah. friends. So after that week, we only have two more games. We'll have Abilene yep. on the road Tuesday, March 5th. And then we'll have Sam Yep. last game of the season at home. Oh, God. Which will be Lord a double header me. as well. The Lord, ladies at two and the boys Lord, at help me. So, Lord. so next week, get ready. ESPN Plus, you can you can keep up with both of those games. Um, yep. UCA on Wednesday, Lamar on Saturday. Or you can... Listen to Rob on Q107 if you don't have um, ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. you got to sign up for a $5 monthly membership for that. Um, so, <clears throat> so anyhow, there, there's our next two upcoming games. 
Love it. Can't Winding wait. down to the end here, guys. Hey, man, we're getting down to crunch time, so we need all the support. They need all the support that they can get, especially at these home games. And if you can travel to the away games, even better. But especially at home, especially, especially, especially when Sam Houston comes. I cannot stress this enough. So make your plans now. If you need tickets, call us. We have the hookup. We got tickets. Just let us know because we need as many people as possibly human to fill in that Coliseum. Um, so that's a huge rivalry game for us. It's our biggest rivalry game, rivalry game of the year. Um, Sam Houston's doing well this season, obviously. I mean, they're pretty much almost in sole lockdown of the freaking Southland Conference already title. Um, yeah. Which I don't like at all, but got to deal with it. So we, we need you guys. We need you for that game especially. So like I said, if you want to come, you want tickets, just let us know. We have the tickets. Just, just let us know. Message us. So thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us on both the Instagram and the face of books. We love you guys. We love interacting with you. If you have any questions ever, please just message us, text us, call us. If you know us and have our number, um, we'll be glad to ask or answer any questions you guys have pertaining to basketball or SFA or just us in general. We love answering these fan questions. I think they're fine. Yeah. We it's love a little, them. little extra flavor. It does. It's, it's, it's very exciting for me. Hey, <laughs> especially when I forget everything I'm going to say and sound like a complete <laughs> idiot. Anyway, um, that's how you know that these are not scripted podcasts yeah. because I'm sitting here like, I mean, we, uh, we have our outline try to keep uh, on track, but and me as a speech yeah. teacher, I hate that. I hate yeah. not knowing what I'm talking about. So I'm just like, Ooh, shit. Anyway, don't tell my students I said that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hold it over me all season. Um, anyway, so have a great night. Have a good week. Let's hope for a Lumberjack victory this weekend or this week, I'm sorry, in Conway. And uh, I'm going to try and figure out where to watch that game. Most likely at home. Well, most likely at home. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can use my ESPN Plus login. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. All right, guys. We'll, we'll post, you know, um, our what he means coming up. Yeah, comment on these what you mean. These the are going to be fly. The we, game. Uh, we might even post two because I'm telling you, I got some stellar snaps. Stellar. So hell, We're we about might, to look through those. Yeah, hell, we might that. even post two just to give you guys mm. some, some variety there. But anyway, so do me a favor. Always remember, Axe and Jacks. Without some jacks.